Hi, welcome to Two Towns Over. This show is made possible by our patrons, so if you would like to support us, we're at patreon.com slash twotownsover. Um, if you can't afford monetary donations, we are also at facebook.com slash ttopod, uh, and if you would share us around and give us five-star ratings on whatever podcast you're into, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. It's Don. Uh, just want to let you know we have a new affiliate with CW Spirits. It's an online uh, liquor store, and if you go and buy something from them, go and use our code TTOPOD at checkout, and you'll receive a 5% discount. Uh, we do ask that you drink responsibly. If you're trying to keep up with the two drink minimum episodes that we have, and you're out of liquor, uh, definitely go to CW Spirits. Again, use our code TTOPOD in the checkout, and you'll receive a 5% discount. Uh, thanks for listening, and enjoy the rest of the show. If living in the 80s taught me anything, if it's bad, it must be Satan. No, for real, guys. They're just nerds. (laughs) So cer- certain things, like back when we did theater, if I got to hang on to like a prop from a show, for example, mm-hmm. I still have it in a box somewhere because I don't believe in like crystals and energies and stuff. And I'm not necessarily bashing people who do, even though I did it with that voice just now. It's <laughs> You gotta, you know. I guess this is me quantifying sentimental value yep in kind of a weird way correct because things that were there mm-hmm. for things inanimate objects mm-hmm. that that were there yeah for something that's your homie that I, now. that I think are cool yeah they that's your homie now for sure more or less yeah they, they like yeah. Hold, hold the energy that was in the room when we did rocky horror in 2016 for sure like yeah yep i um, don't remember what it's called but the japanese have like a whole thing about oh, it. Oh, really? Yes. There's a show about it as well. Or maybe just a manga. I can't remember what the fuck it's called, but there's like a thing that if there's an object that has been like loved greatly or for say uh, like an heirloom has been passed down and, and reverent and, and um, been treated with reverence for however long. So it's, you know, one or the other, but it, they can become spirits yeah, yeah, it, it's it's kind of like that. I just feel yeah. like th- that object is I- inhabited by mm-hmm. all of the, the spirit of the the time we did that thing. The the good time energy, yeah, mm-hmm. oh, it's good time energy. That's what it is. Yeah, it's it's powered by good time energy. I literally have that for for like one thing. Yeah. Uh, well, I have it minorly, like like for a lot of things cuz i am still human and i do personify all my shit but like uh-huh. yeah 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 most of it i can be like that is not a he or a she or or whatever that's an it no matter what i call it as a pet name but there is a a bear a stuffed bear above my dresser 
even to this day, his name is Baby Bear, and he's my best friend, and I don't care. <laughs> That's fine. That's great. Because he was he was like my first stuffed animal, I think. Yeah, Brandon. It's the first one I really gave a shit about when I was right. a kid, you know? Mm-hmm. The first one you decided was more than just a stuffed animal. Yes, I would take him literally everywhere. Uh huh. That's adorable. Yeah. yeah. When Brandon was like. Turns out. Autism. <laughs> when Brandon was like five or six, it was just after I started working at uh, Publix. Uh huh. And Coles had opened up. Yeah. And he was sick, like really sick like a flu or something. Uh-huh. And I went over to Kohl's and they had a Velveteen rabbit. Oh. Like a stuffed rabbit. And I got that for him, took it home to this day. Mm. He's he just turned 18 yesterday. That Velveteen rabbit is still sitting on his bed. You probably keep right. that shit forever, dude. Yeah. I slept with Baby Bear until I was like in my 20s. <laughs> like for like low key, like for real. Yep. But so, welcome everybody to Two Towns Over. Uh, Satanic Sundays continue. I am Don. Again, turns out autism. That's me. <laughs> turns out I'm actually going to be getting tested for that pretty soon. Well, there you go. Nice. So we'll actually know for real if it's actual autism or just autistic traits. Nice. So I am Don. Fuck, I had one too, and I forgot just mm. now. Um. And this is my brother Daryl and my other brother Daryl. Thank you. I long for death. <laughs> Yours, mine. Who gives a shit? That's mine. I'm Josh, aka Daryl. Daryl, for sure. I'm yeah. I'm Daryl, aka Daryl. I swear, <laughs> I am starting to see like real life personifications of the characters from Dungeons and Daddies. Yeah. Like the other night. That's the point. Cindy and I went to. They created. Yep. and I went to Chili's for dinner, and as we're leaving, a guy opened the door for us. And he was wearing a polo shirt tucked into a pair of khaki shorts, had the hat, had the beard. It was like, that's Daryl Wilson right there. <laughs> if, okay, here's a fun one. If your dad was a Dungeons and Daddies dad, not which dad was he? would he be, how, like, okay, let me rephrase it. If your dad was in the party of the Dungeons and Daddies dads, uh-huh. who, what, like, uh, class would he be? Because my dad, for sure, wizard. My dad would have been a bard. Uh, I would say bard for Gerald Maynard. I would, because he is a singer. He Mm. does that now, professionally. It's I am... Well, I guess amateurly, I don't know. Semi-professional? Yeah. Doesn't matter. I am legally required to say that my dad would be a bard. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's you guys have both met... Well, I don't... I don't know if you met Tim. Don't remember uh, if I did. D- Don knows that Tim is. Did a you bard. see Tommy? Um, I saw part of a practice of Tommy. I think he was Tommy. He was the adult Tommy. He was also Sir Galahad in Spamalot. Never saw Spamalot. You fucker! I wanted to. I just didn't. I don't remember. It was why. a lot of fun. I fucking hated the director. Probably <laughs> depression. But but yeah, no. My my dad's like perfect pitch. He can literally yeah. like pick up any instrument. Yeah. He's one of those dudes that you're like, can you play this instrument? He'd be like, I don't know. Let me see. And then he'd just play it. <laughs> I would say Bard for Gerald Maynard. I really would. Except for the fact that he's really actually just a wizard who also is excellent at singing. Right. right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he, sings, he sings his spells. Pretty much. <laughs> see, my dad. Mine, but they're algorithms, you see. <laughs> my dad, it's more for the, the bardic inspiration. He was a very... Um, complimentary kind of person. He was yeah. very, you know, you can do it kind of thing. Also, Gerald Maynard is 
I'm gonna say his full name because he deserves it. But um, plus, it, it just rolls. It is Gerald it's Maynard. Good. It's good. He's got a good name. Fe- feel it, Gerald Maynard. <clears throat> Chocolate, so which good. is appropriate. Is, yeah. Um, say say it out loud wherever you are right now. I don't care if you're in a meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you're in a meeting. Just why are you listening loud. to the podcast? Gerald Maynard. Thank you. Um, <laughs> clap three times and say, "I do believe in Gerald Maynard." <laughs> <laughs> the guy next to you in traffic will be so confused. Do it for sure. Um, It'll be funny if you're speaking on an intercom because you work at a, at an airport. Please do that right now. Thank you. Um, <laughs> if you don't be... believe in Gerald Maynard, the planes won't fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was just gonna say that my dad is a, a, a little bit dry, but like he's not gonna understand any of those jokes, which should tell you exactly what you need to know. <laughs> like he'll get them technically. He'll be like, "What do I have to do with Peter Pan?" But I won't be able to explain why it's funny. <laughs> um, before we get started, I personally have something I want to say to our audience. And I speak for myself. I I can't speak for Josh or Ruben. Uh, I'll speak for me. Thank you. Um, over the past week, um, a couple of things have happened that have kind of put a little, th- a couple things into perspective as far as how the show is going. Um, one, we got another review on, like a written review on Apple. Uh-huh. Um, that said. That we're very, I don't want to feel like bringing it up right now, but that we were um, very informative. We have stupid and dumb humor, but it's good. It's not, they weren't saying it insultingly. Right. Yeah, no, that's yeah. what I want. That's yeah. that's exactly my That's style. what I'm um, going yeah. for, for sure. I could go for smart humor that I like. Yeah. Like, I like all of the humor that I do, or I wouldn't be fucking doing it. Well, some of it's a little risque, but I uh-huh. blame that on intrusive thoughts and ADHD. <laughs> Fair. Um I also blame my issues on Ruben's intrusive thoughts and ADHD. That is appropriate. Yeah. Um, I mean that in full seriousness. That's very <laughs> But I really, I like the humor that literally no one ever laughs at because it's too smart. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is a bad thing. I want that to be clear. It's bad that, that that is, like there's humor that you're supposed to not laugh at, but I fully do. Right. And and so often um my jokes really do just go over the heads of everyone in the room cuz I do try them sometimes. Maybe some of you will get them. But like it's just language jokes, really. Just yeah. fun twists on how I say things sometimes or like you know, just confusing shit that only I like. Right. The review also went on to say that um sometimes they wish that we would not comment a lot on like um basically social matters and politics and stuff like that but also said that's just me having a difference of opinion i just tune it out when they do that which that's fine absolutely cool fine that. it ended with saying 10 out of 10 would highly recommend Fuck yeah. five star review excellent that means we're doing it good yeah and then another one of our um facebook followers actually uh, made a comment saying that um we make them want to feel like, or make them want to do a podcast. 
Do it. I fucking, yes. I read that comment. Yeah. I was in the car with Kat, and I was so happy. I was having a bad day, and I read that comment, and yeah. that really cheered me up. I went back to having a bad day shortly after, <laughs> but it really cheered me up for like 10 minutes. But For sure, though, like legit, if you hear this, really do it. Yeah. For real, start it with your fucking headphone mic. It Just do it. It's going to be, you're going to love it. But... And It'll I, be a work. And I jokingly, you know, self-deprecating humor said that well, I could go one of two ways. Either you say that we inspire you or you're saying that if these three chuckle fucks could do a podcast and I could. That's exact. That's yeah. inspiration, though, is, <laughs> so, is the thing. And, and they comment. But it made me realize we've been doing this show. We're kind of about a year and a half into it. And as far yeah. as yeah, we are. The, Holy shit. The, the podcast apps the the streaming systems and all that they're not helping us like with our our server that we use i have gone over and over and over again why aren't we being featured on your main page yeah and the the reason i get is well we use you know downloads for apple well if that's the case then why are there podcasts on your app that have no followers and no downloads but we have almost 30 almost 40,000 downloads and we can't be featured. So we're basically, we're behind the eight ball when it comes to the streaming sites. But you people, the people who are listening to us right now, you are the ones who have literally elevated the show to where we're at right now. Is this a call to action? Well, <laughs> it's kind starting of. to sound like one. What I'm trying to say. Get is, a gun. <laughs> Point it at somebody. Make them listen. Yeah, we usually we just do the pre-roll where we just tell you where you can go. But I'm doing this at the top because here's the situation. I don't know if I should say something about that just for legal reasons. Honestly, I feel like don't do that. Definitely Whatever don't. Josh just said, Definitely for don't. sure, don't. Do don't. Do it. <laughs> like, I didn't even hear what he said. He said, "Get a gun." Oh no! Point it at someone. Make them listen. Oh no! <laughs> I, no. I, that's like 25 years to life. Put it on sure. a t-shirt. Yeah, okay. That's our next Put shirt. Put them on a t-shirt. Yeah. But Don't no. say that. <laughs> what I am trying to say with these two chuckle clowns is we appreciate Patreon. <laughs> Josh is your left shoulder and I, unfortunately, <laughs> am your right shoulder. And that's a bad thing for saying, you. You know it's fucked when Ruben's on the right <laughs> shoulder. I should never be on the right shoulder. But what I'm what I'm trying to say is we appreciate the patrons. We do. We thoroughly appreciate it. We're trying our best to get things to you guys that we have promised you. We're working on that. And if you can financially support us, that would be great. But what's going to be better for this show? is for you to tell your friends about us. And go rate. and, and Like, rate. we have very few ratings for a show that's been around for right. as long as we are. Yeah, I think we got, like... We got like, five or six. Yeah, on Apple. Yeah. And... Go rate us on everything, for even sure. Even if you just got to create an Apple account just to rate our show. If you don't listen to us on Apple, that's whatever. I don't listen to us on Apple. I don't listen to us. That's just me, because I have to hear the show I mean, when we record it, it, and then when so I edit yeah. it. I, I listen to it. For me, I, yeah. these are conversations that we have that I just happen to have a record of in case I need it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I listen to make sure that audio quality is good. I'm oh, good. occasionally, yeah, I do, but I trust on. But right now, the call to action is is help us get our name out there because the quicker yeah. we can get, we reached the threshold for advertisers last month in January, and that's all we on you guys. 
and we appreciate that. We're not going to make it this month, partially because it's a shorter month, but also just algorithms because we're not featured on the featured page. We got those numbers last month because we did get featured. So get our help us get our name out there. Um, if you can, like I said, go to Apple, rate us. If you haven't left a five-star review on Spotify, please do that. I don't know if the other streaming sites have uh, ratings. Go do whatever stupid rating system these other websites have. Yeah. Give us a thumbs up or a little heart icon or a smiley face or whatever's on your app. Do that one. Yeah. If you enjoy what we do. And share us around. Yeah, That'll help. That's the biggest thing we can ask of you right now is to it's, give us a yeah, share. Yeah, really just like if you have a second while you're listening to an episode, just yeah. pop on over to you know what whatever whatever you're listening to it on rate it on there and then like, ne- next it's... time you're listening to an episode while you're listening to it pop to another streaming service give us a rating on there you don't even have to leave a whole review the reviews help but yeah. you don't even have to leave a whole review just pop over give a thumbs up or a five or a whatever their shit is like ruben said mm-hmm. but all all of that does vastly help the algorithm it gives uh, streaming platforms no reason to argue with us. Right. If we're trying to say, hey, look, we're up and coming. We we're have this, numbers. this, and this. Yeah, look, it, it it gives us something solid, provable, and that's there to show somebody and be like, look, we've been around for X amount of time. We've got these numbers. Our uh, world is run by math problems, and the math problems say yep. that if you click some buttons, it helps us a lot. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So, and we have a $2 tier. I mean, you get your name called out and, you know, our things. Nobody understands being tight more than me and Josh. I promise you that right now. For this modern day and age, we fucking are living it. But when I have the money, I, I, you know, I'm not saying, we're basically what I'm saying is if you don't have the money, don't give us money. God, right. no. Yeah, don't. Yeah. But if you happen to, hopefully we are worth your $2 instead of whoever else, you know? Yeah. We need it more than them. <laughs> I mean, hell. Now, having having done that call to action where we're not shooting anybody for not listening to us. I am. <laughs> but only if it's... Um, who's the most outrageous person I could say right now? Uh, Andrew Tate. Mm, no, I kind of want to shoot him anyway. Um... Oh, oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. I see what you're going for. Okay, because yeah, 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 I, yeah. me too. I was gonna um, say the Queen, but then uh-huh. you know that's yeah, gauche. Yeah, yeah. Go, and then go with Betty White. I well, <laughs> I, then I was gonna go the King, but I really don't give a shit about him. No, so... no I don't think anybody does. Not yet, anyway. They nah. can't. <laughs> yeah, he's only got like 20 years it's left anyway. Fine. He'll die when he's a thousand. Um. <laughs> Well, they drink the blood of the innocent, so they don't have to. I was going to say so many dark magic rituals. Yeah. There are people today who do believe that the queen got bodies. Oh, yeah. Uh Anyway. I would love to know the queen's body count, to be honest. Imagine that the queen was still alive, and I had said that only if it was the queen. Yeah. And then the joke is good. (laughs) And that's an example of the humor that I like. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going to get back... On track here, and this week uh, we were. <laughs> I told you I was going to quit we, predicting. Yeah, are we going to get back on track? I was going to quit predicting, and what was I was going to try to make it one episode is probably going to be two episodes this week. 
We're going to focus oh, on the God. I get extra time to write the script. I we're going to focus on. on the Church of <laughs> Satan. We were going to oh, do. Oh, buddy, I could not have written a script, and I tried. Like I, <laughs> I literally can't find my laptop. I think it might still be here. Is it? Good. It's right I, behind me. I need me. you to look behind you to your right. Okay. <laughs> I want that script next week. <laughs> Don? <laughs> All right. I'll when you, you go to sleep tonight, yeah. I'm going to fuck you in your butthole. I thought you've been doing that already. I thought oh, we had that agreement. So it's like, then why am I waking up sore? I've been behind. all right man that one really came all the way around yeah it did yeah it did (laughs) all right i was like i said an outrageous thing just now how do i come around on that (laughs) all right so the church of satan come around however you want as long as you clean it up yeah so the church of satan is a religious organization dedicated to the religion of levian satanism as codified by the excuse me as codified in the the nerdiest satanic person now the church of satan satan church of the Stan. church of staten island yeah <laughs> the church of satan <laughs> was established at the black house in san francisco on walpurgis knocked on april 30th 1966 by R- anton levey remind me what walpurgis knocked means which is night which is night which is night thank yeah. you um so by anton levey who was the church's high priest until his death in 1997 okay okay i'm sorry so it's been a little while Literally the normal amount of time between recordings. Yeah. Um, we did not do this all in one go. Right. Remind me again, the Church of Satan is the one that's generally benign. Right. And the... Satanic Temple is temple. the more politically mm-hmm. motivated First Amendment fighters. Uh, they're, yeah, effectively turning freedom of religion against the Christians right. who advocate for what is effectively a theocracy. Right. Is that... Okay. I'm going to ask this in ignorance. Sure. So if they're literal terrorists, tell me now. No. no. Okay. No, 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 no. Is no. it bad that they're doing that? No. no. Do no. we like them? Uh, kind of. Like, I, you so, know, in, in as far as one can like somebody calling <laughs> themselves a Satanist. So I, in my limited knowledge of the Satanic Temple, not uh-huh. the Church of Satan. Sure. Church of Satan is Levian's whole thing. They're mostly just weird. nerdy. Yeah, yeah. But they're like almost like theistic Satanists sometimes, but then not all. But So it's it's weird because they believe in, in magic. I think they believe more in kind of the... Um... I believe in magic too. Watch. Um, think of a giraffe licking its own teeth. Okay. Did you? Yeah. That's magic. But uh, what is it? Um, it's almost like the secret. What is it called? Um I don't know. It's a I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Manifestation? Manifestation. Oh, okay. Yeah, they believe gotcha. in manifestation. Right. Whereas the Satanic Temple is more scientifically approached. They're, so the Satanic Temple is, to my limited knowledge, because we haven't talked about it yet, right. uh, and I haven't done independent research on this, um, they're completely non-theistic. Right. Not necessarily atheistic, but non-theistic. Right. Um, because atheism, the insistence that there is no God, uh, non-theistic, goes more like with agnosticism, which right. is maybe there's a God I couldn't possibly know. Right. Non-theistic means you don't worship a God. Atheistic means you do not believe in God right. yeah. or gods. But so. um, 
I I love a lot of the different stories. Buddhism, and I believe, is technically non-theistic religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the main one. <clears throat> a lot of different stories that I've heard of um, the Satanic Temple have been them doing really cool shit, making awesome donations to really good charities right. uh, in Satan's name. That is, um, is that's art. Yes, exactly. <laughs> is what that is, and it's the fact that. Wow. Wow. That's galaxy brain. That's yes. literally donating okay. money in the name of some, like, in the name of the most reprehensible. Right. Yeah. In and, a, you know, oh, and so we will good. discuss the Satanic Temple more later. We're focusing on the God Satanic damn. Temple during the Church of Satan episode. Listen. I couldn't even tell you what the Church of Satan actually does, except probably sit around. It, well, they feel be, like a club. Yeah. Right. Yeah, now. What it is. Exactly. So. So in Which, two, if you've ever been to church. Yeah. In 2001, Peter Gilmore was appointed to the position of high priest, and the church's headquarters were moved from Hell, uh, moved from San Francisco to Hell's Kitchen, Manhattan. A little on they, the nose. They work out of Yeah, of the course they do, yeah. dude. Of Gordon Ramsay's yeah. restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sick. <laughs> so members of the How church. How did they get Gordon Ramsay to sign off on that? <laughs> this was before Gordon Ramsay owned it, you see. Right. For this was in the winds. This is, well, 2001. Okay. Never yeah, the mind. season hey, one. This is the height of Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, Bitch, I don't know what time season period one, I remember in. season one of Hell's Kitchen was 2005 because Brandon, we had to take Brandon to the hospital oh. like when he was an infant and that was the first episode. We were watching the first episode of Hell's Kitchen Whoa. in the hospital. Damn. What? I just realized <laughs> that it's 2023. Yeah. Okay. What year were you born? Me? Yes. 96. 96. Okay. That makes sense. Because, yeah. What year was Brandon born? 2005. And? There's an and? Do you get that? Yeah. Thank you. There's an and in your year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so. I like the specifically there's a black dude that does that video. I've seen it. And yeah, it's yeah. so fucking funny. Anyway. So members of the church do not believe that Satan literally exists and they do not worship him. Instead, Satan is viewed as a positive archetype embracing the Hebrew root of the word Satan as adversary, who represents pride, carnality, and enlightenment, and of a cosmos which Satan is perceived to be motivated by a, quote, dark evolutionary force of entropy that permeates all of nature and provides the drive for survival and propagation inherent in all living things. Now, the devil is embraced as a symbol of defiance against the Abrahamic religions, which which would be Christianity, Mus- uh, Islam, and... Uh, oh, so sort Judaism. of like a, as Lucifer, so us. Yes. Um, which LeVay criticized for what he saw as the suppression of humanity's natural instincts. In his book, The Satanic Bible, the Satanist's concept of a god is described as the Satanist's true self, uh, a projection of his or her own personality, not an external deity. Satan is used as a representation of personal liberty and individualism. You know, if I didn't believe that Western culture as a whole is, is, is unhealthily focused on individualism, I would agree with what the Church of Satan and LaVey, by extension, have said so far in our... Um, in my head, it's a story, but I guess it's in our <laughs> yeah. history, in our telling of this history. 
And that's the only real thing is that like, they're a little too, um, oh, damn it. Anthem and... And rice. Thank you. Liberal. Uh, 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 libertarian. Yeah, they're a little too... And, and, and Ayn Rand. Ayn Rand. Ayn Rand about Rand, it. Did yeah. I say Ayn Rice? You did. You did. Oh, my yeah. God. No, no. <laughs> yeah. But it's a little too... Because, like, she's all about... You know the the lib- the part of libertarian where it's like my life, my property, right? Type, yeah, type shit. Uh-huh. It's she like actually has a hundred percent individual, and that's yeah. just not for that's automatically untrue because it's scientifically provable that we are a social creature, right. which means you literally cannot just be an individual. Yeah, you can't do it and survive. Okay. That is not how it works. But the sixteen-year-old who wears polos to school every day, who just discovered Ayn Rand, would tell you different. Right. See, the problem though, I've I've read Ayn Rand, and however the Ayn fuck Rand. you say her Fuck her, whatever her name is. I I, I won't even say that because so she. <laughs> I don't want to talk about her too much, but I will say that I read. Um, I think it's Anthem. Yeah. Is the one with the the whatever the fuck their stupid ass names are in the book? We and they. Uh, no. Oh, was that Fountainhead? That's Fountainhead. Okay. Was I think. it? I'm pretty sure. Where there is no. Because this I. one is like yeah. Golden Girl and and something or other. No, I've I've read the one that you're talking about, where the the word I no longer exists, right. and it's they like escape and society, us. right? Yeah, and find their individuality. It might be Atlas. No, Atlas no, Shrugged. Atlas Shrugged is the big one. Yeah. That's the big one. Okay, yeah. I'm then I am talking about Anthem because it's the one where a guy like rediscovers electricity, basically. Right. And through it, yeah. he rediscovers individualness or whatever, and yeah, they start I worshiping themselves. The, that might yeah. be the one you're talking about too. Maybe. But anyway, the problem with that is that in the, in the book, the society is ba- is like literally monstrous. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when I read it, I didn't think, oh, man, I should be like this guy. I thought, right. wow, it's great that this guy got away from his terrible society and found love or uh-huh. whatever. Yeah, exactly. Right? M- it was a great you, little story. Mind you, too, that book was pretty well written. It was. It was really well written. It was well a written. good book. I still have a copy. Yeah. but She's a good writer. I just hate her boy, philosophy. Boy, her philosophy right. is so shit. And yeah. like that's the American philosophy right now. Yeah. And and it's detrimental to everyone involved. And the unfortunate thing, and I'm calling it now, and you can call it a prediction. It's not. I'm ADHD and probably autistic. I fucking see patterns. And the pattern is, is that we're going to go way too far in the next direction. And I think we are well on the way to that. Like, in certain areas of society, we have gone way too far in the other direction of like... Right. We're like heading into Bioshock territory. It's not quite, but it is like in people are talking about intersectionality and blah 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 blah. The problem is the language they are using and the actions they are taking are still segregating people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like even within the LGBTQ community, there's a black one and there's a white one, and they are separate. They rarely cross over. It's still that bad. Right. You know? Like, it's white women and black women. You know? He, it's, he, we were just talking about a review that said we need to stop talking about social issues so much. Fuck that <laughs> shit. They, are, they also said they'd tune it out. So, 
But like, I'm just you in a, tune back in in a minute, man. I'm just a more in a more serious mood right now. You know, like it's just we're gonna go too far in a direction that we super aren't prepared for the bad parts of it. You know what I'm saying? And eventually, hopefully, in a few generations, in a few cycles of humanity, and by that I mean um, one distinct group of people to the next, like, eventually, everybody who is alive right now will be dead. Right. And, And then that will happen again, you know? And that happens probably every day or some shit, but like every cycle or few, maybe we'll get to a point where we have the proper level of individuality and um, social upheaval. No, like, like community and social and individuality will have the balance. Right. We're not getting it right right now. Right. And it's going to get worse before it gets better. Blah, blah, blah. So the church describes its structural basis as a cabal that is, quote, an underground cell system of individuals who share the basis basis of our philosophy. Now, the church rejects the legitimacy of any other organizations who claim to be Satanists. Oh, see, now that that alone. That's Christian as fuck. Deny them. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 the that's Catholicism. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so holy shit church of satan is the catholic i can't believe it i so, can't believe it's not catholicism <laughs> <laughs> so scholars agree that there is no reliably documented case of satanic con- uh satanic continuity prior to the founding of the church of satan it was the first organized church in modern times to be devoted to the figure of satan and according to historians faxnell and peterson the church represented quote the first public highly visible and long-lasting organization which propounded a coherent satanic discourse. Now, hi, Bro, you know what I think is super ironic about the Church of Satan? What? And its offshoots? Is that literally we're making the joke that it's, oh, it's Catholicism, but imagine a dark Catholicism, which is literally what they did. Inside of you, there are two Catholicisms. (laughs) Which one Mm. do you feed? (laughs) Um, (laughs) But... (laughs) That's funnier than you think it is. <laughs> um, uh, it's literally, he wanted to rebel, right? But he did it like a teenager. Yeah. Which he was. Yeah. But by that, I mean, I, quote unquote, rebelled against my very technically savvy dad. And now I can't necessarily build a computer or program anything, but... I'm pretty fucking good at video games. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I spend a lot of time doing video gaming and learning about that and, and, and very niche things about video games and how they're made and shit. And I do that with movies. And I do that, and I think to myself every time, Dad is sitting down reading some fucking coding manual right now, having the exact amount of fun that I'm having right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's <laughs> what Maynard. he is doing. And I... You know, he, Anton LaVey was like, fuck Catholicism. What's the worst thing I can do? Oh, I'll just be Satanist. Well, where do you get your information about Satan? The Bible. Yeah. What? That's not rebellion. Yeah. You're still memorizing the goddamn Bible. Right. 
You're just memorizing different parts of the Bible. It's, it's like if you picked up that coding manual that and your I dad like, loves to read, and you were like, what if I made code that was all broken? It's like he coded in C+, and I was like, fuck C+. I'm C++, bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And I know about that because of my dad. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. God, I had a smartwatch that had a, a watch face that was made to all look like C+. Plus. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was really cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. So but, I, you know, okay. it's I just my point is just that he could have done anything else. He could have gone to another religion. He could have made up a whole different, separate, stupid religion. I don't know. Say about a spaghetti monster. Like it, it could have been anything. And he chose Catholicism. Purposefully. Well, I'm into that, brother. Like my point exactly. <laughs> so High Priest Peter Gilmore describes its members as, quote, skeptical atheists. None of us can escape the shadow of our parents. Give uh, in. Indicating that the Hebrew root for the word Satan as oppressor or one who questions. Gilmore rejects the legitimacy of theistic Satanists. You, you, you're latching on to oppressor there? <laughs> I was, no, you kind of. So... Say again, oppressor or one who questions? Yes. The That's word... not the same thing. Yeah. Even a little bit. I know. I think oppressor should have been accuser. I thought it meant accuser. Oh, that makes sense. That makes a little more sense yeah. to me. But So Gilmore rejects the legitimacy of the theistic Satanists who believe Satan to be a supernatural being or force that may be contacted or supplicated to, dubbing them devil worshipers. In an interview with David Shankbone... High priest. Nice. Pe- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's spelled wrong, so it's underlined. Or it's not spelled nice. wrong, but it's not recognized yeah, as a uh-huh. real word. So it's a bright red line under the word shank bone. So High Priest Gilmore stated, my real feeling is that anybody who believes in supernatural entities on some level is insane. Whether they believe in the devil or God, they are abdicating reason. That's on some asshole atheism shit. <laughs> You're not abdicating reason if you believe in God. I'm fairly certain. This is like unprovable really for the most part, but a lot of people believe that we are programmed or genetically coded to believe in a deity of some kind. Yeah. Like superstition and and belief in a higher power is coded into your DNA or some shit. I think that might be true, but to some extent, to, yeah. Like, I, I, okay. I'll put it this way: I think that that coding is the like the reason for building churches and inventing gods, if that is indeed what we are doing. Because you know, you won't know. You probably don't, or you you literally can't. You know, um, either it's like. Church, you know, inventing a god, uh, organizing religions, built, making countries out, you know, doing all that, manifest destiny type shit. There's a cat on our bench. <laughs> on our bench? Uh, it's our recording bench. That's what I think of it as, I guess. It's definitely a card table. It's, well, yeah. it's a cat table right now. <laughs> Capone wants to play cards. Capone's like, there's a fourth mic here. I could, like, oh, boy, that's going to be bad if you try that, buddy. (laughs) 
He was going to jump on one of them string chairs. It's like made the entirely cordons. of bungee cords. Yep. Cats cannot sit on it. <laughs> that was actually kind of scary. <laughs> Sorry, what was I talking about? I don't know anymore. Fuck. It's something ingrained. Oh, it, the same reason people build churches is the is why we went to the moon. Unless you don't believe that. But if you don't believe if that, you don't believe you're, that, you're a of, fucking idiot. There's, honestly, you're we've talked about really, it. We haven't talked about it. We will talk about it at some point. Really? We, talk, we, we did talked an about entire the, episode. On we the, did an episode on the moon landing being Yes. Fixed? Yeah. Woo! My brain worse than I thought. Yeah, they thought it was... Um, um, Wait, was Stan I here Kubrick. for that Yeah, one? I was yeah. going to say Spielberg, but I was wrong. You were time. here. I promise you were here. Yeah, we talked about Stanley Kubrick um, Which, faking yeah. the moon landing and shit. I, what I remember from that episode is talking about how Stanley Kubrick actually kind of sucks. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, the science, you know, science and religion come from the same instinct, and the belief in a higher power that you don't understand is what drives people to pray and research. Right. You know. So Gilmore defines the word Satan as such: Satan is a model or a mode of behavior. Satan in Hebrew means adversary or opposer, one who questions. Gilmer went on to add, Satanism begins with atheism. Opposer. Okay. Yeah. I, so we begin with the universe and say it's, it's indifferent. There's no God. There's no devil. No one cares. The church has stated its contention that they are the first formally organized religion to adopt the term Satanism and asserts that Satanism and the, quote, worship of Satan are not congruent. The term theistic Satanism has been described as oxymoronic by the church and its high priest. I truly can't get over how much of a dumbass this guy is. <laughs> Just linguistically, he's wrong yeah. on every yeah. level. Theistic Satanism is what, like, first of all, the, the regular church, the Christian ones, have always adopted Satanists and Satanism as a term to describe the adversary. Like, <laughs> I'm, my brain is just a little bit broken <laughs> from his arguments. Oxymoronic theistic Satanism. Come on, man. So the church of Satan was a subject of a number of books, magazine and newspaper articles during the 1960s and the 1970s. It is also the subject of a documentary we mentioned last week, Satanus, released in 1970. Satanus. Satanus, yeah. That's why I remember is I remember you singing. LeVay <laughs> appeared in Kenneth Anger's film, Invocation of My Demon Brother, acted as a technical advisor on- Say that again. Invocation of My Demon's Brother. No, the- Oh. Before that. LeVay appeared in Kenneth Anger's film, Invocation of My Demon Brother. Make that an isekai title for me, please. Uh, ooh, say it, say it one more time. I know you've already had to say it twice. LeVay appeared in Kenneth Anger's film Invocation of My Demon Brother. Invocation of My Demon Brother. Okay. Um, that time I accidentally invoked my demon brother while trying to have tea with my friends. In another world. Got it. Perfect. <laughs> Cut. Run it. <laughs> he also acted as technical advisor on The Devil's Reign, which starred Ernest Borgnine, William Shatner... Oh, and introduced fuck. John Travolta. <gasps> <laughs> Please say those names again. Ernest Borgnine, William Shatner, and was the, oh, the first movie for John Travolta. 
Who the fuck is uh, the first guy? Ernest Borgnine? Yeah. He's an old actor. He was on uh, Mikhail's Navy. Um, I think he was an airwolf. He had big, bushy eyebrows. He was an older... Okay. Yeah. William Shatner. William Shatner. Of Miss Congeniality fame? Yes. Nice. I think he was famous for something I, else. I, that's the joke. <laughs> that's the, um, from uh, what's the one from Travelocity fame or yeah, whatever the fuck? there you go. Um, and... John Travolta. John fucking Travolta? Yes. Of Greece and yes. hair? Of Scientology spray, fame? Spray? Yes. Of Scientology fame? <laughs> Mm-hmm. The one who shot Marvin, or whatever the fuck his name was. It was Marvin. Nice. I love Pulp Fiction. Oh. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. So the Church of Satan also featured a segment was also featured in a segment of Luigi Scatini's film Angeli Bianchi and Jelly Neri, uh, released in the United States as Witchcraft 70. Because we didn't like naming things. So Mario's brother released Witches 70? Yes. 70 witches into the world, yeah. <laughs> I think it was like <laughs> the year 70. Because we named a lot of movies, like Airport 77 and Airport 75 back in the day. It's the same reason, I think, that we named thing like Windows was all like 95 and 98 uh-huh. and shit. Yeah. Then we switched to just numerical. Yeah. yeah. It's better this way. It is. <laughs> so in 1975, LeVay phased out the church's grotto system and eliminated people. Of course, he... by the time we get to the end of the century, they'll be doing it again. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And eliminated people he thought were using the church as a substitute for accomplishment in the outside world. Thereafter, conventional achievement in society would be the criterion for advancement within the Church of Satan. What would be the... Um, um, da, 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 so I got caught up. Conventional achievement in society. So oh, the, so they're doing China, but in, but in the sixties. Yeah, they turned it into a meritocracy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They turned it into a meritocracy. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So, um, at the same time, Levey became more selective in granting interviews. This shift to closed door activities resulted in some rumors of the church's demise and even rumors of Levey's death. It's just a cult, man. In the 1980s, the media reported concerns of criminal conspiracies within the Church of Satan. The FBI would later issue an official report refuting the criminal conspiracy theories of, the t- of this time. Now, this phenomenon... <laughs> no, for real, guys. They're just nerds. <laughs> <laughs> this phenomenon became known as our favorite, the Satanic Panic. Yeet! LeVay's daughter, Zena, was... Welcome. This- I want the title card to go here. If we had a title card, it'd be here. <laughs> Welcome to the Satanic Panic. <laughs> so, LeVay's daughter, Zena, was the spokesperson and high priestess in the Church Fuck, of Satan during the 1980s. The warrior princess was LeVay's daughter. <laughs> yep. During this what period... What was his middle name again? Her middle name? His middle name, LeVay. Zandor. Zandor. Uh, yeah, her middle name was like Galactica or something like that. Yeah. Fucking uh-huh. A. Galadia. Galadia. So, during this period... Satan. Yep. Uh-huh. She appeared on television and radio broadcasts in part to educate about the church and in part to debunk the mythology surrounding the satanic panic i just i just had another thought what surprise fucking surprise um he had to name his son satan for the same reason that nobody you know like maybe like spanish-speaking cultures is different but english like you know he's american right or right Yeah. yeah 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 american he's an american 
as in a U.S. American, meaning culturally, nobody you know is named Jesus. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he, like, non-theistic Satan, whatever, God the Father, and then Jesus and Satan the sons, and you can't name your kids any of that. So now, because he says, we don't actually believe that Satan or God are real, they're just expressions of some aspect of whatever the fuck. It's wild, too, because what's the most popular Arabic name? Muhammad. Muhammad. Yeah. Right. Which, that, it varies culture to culture, but American culture, yeah. European yeah. ass, we don't do that. Yeah, we don't name our you kids know? Jesus. It's in our, it's in our version of um, etiquette, of uh, ro- uh, reverence. Right. That you is know? one of my favorite jokes. You in, name uh, your kid a saint, not the god or his son. Right. That's uh, one of my favorite jokes in Dave, Lil Dicky's TV show. He's, he's in a... Uh, Hi, I'm Dave. Yeah. Hi, I'm Dave. He's in a supermarket or something. He's like shopping for shampoo, and this guy comes up and like is trying to help him, even though he's being very difficult. Yeah. And uh, he goes, "Okay, thank you, Jesus," because he reads it on his his name tag. He goes, "It's Jesus," and walks away. Yeah. So uh, from then, talking about the '80s uh, until her renunciation. Uh, oh, there's a song somewhere in there. Go ahead. <laughs> From then until her renunciation of the Church of Satan in 1990, Zena appeared in such nationally syndicated programs as The Phil Donahue Show, Nightline with Ted Koppel, Entertainment Tonight, The Late Show, Secrets and Mysteries, and The Sally Jesse Raphael Show. She also appeared in the infamous Geraldo Rivera Exposing Satan's Underground. Oh, naturally she did. So the appearances... That's were... a lot of appearance. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch that before oh. we get too much deeper into mm-hmm. 80s Satanic Panic. Yeah. Because I mean that's it's that's on the YouTube. catalyst. Yeah, it's in parts, but yeah, it's all on YouTube. Yeah, how long is it? Uh, I want to say with commercials, it was two hours when it aired, okay. so probably about an hour and a half total. Okay, I think yeah, it's I'm like nine parts. So the appearances were made at the behest of the Church of Satan as its spokesperson. I I would what year? Well, it depends on the year she was in it, but like it was like early to mid eighties is when the. The okay, Geraldo Rivera okay. thing that happened. Was pretty heavy advertisement already. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, the appearances were made on behest of the Church of Satan as its spokesperson. She did this on behalf of her father, who was no longer interested in making media appearances. Did she? Is she not the one that started her own cult also, or was the, that the, the younger the, sister? They well, it ends up the uh, the oldest sister is a radio announcer who actually started the first Church of Satan. So she even left the Church of Satan and created her own. So she's the first Baptist, not the Baptist. Right. Yeah. And then uh-huh. Zena left Satanism altogether and started <laughs> she's, Buddhism. She's the Protestant of Satanism. Yeah. She's the Martin Luther of Satanism. <laughs> <laughs> so That's a good-ass joke. <laughs> so, yeah. So she did this on behalf of her father, who no longer was interested in... Fuck. Ma- did she post her 95 <laughs> theses or whatever the fuck on his front door? So yeah, Anton was no <laughs> number longer, one. Fuck you, Dad. <laughs> was no longer interested in making media appearances, and as she as she stated while being interviewed alongside her husband by televangelist Bob Larson. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, she went on yeah to when she was renouncing Satanism. Oh right. So when because the 19- we because to show you don't believe in Satan, you got to name your son Satan, and to show you don't believe in your dad, you got to become a Christian again. Right. So in the 1980s and 1990s, uh, 
the remaining members of the Church of Satan became active in media appearances to refute allegations of criminal activity. The Church of Satan and its members... No, guys, we swear we're just nerds. (laughs) Um, The Church of Satan and its members were very active in producing movies, music, film, and magazines devoted to Satanism. Most notably, Adam Parfait's Feral House Publishing... Adam Parfait is a one-piece name. (laughs) And the music of... It's like a mix of... Adam Conover, like if he was made of parfait. I was thinking of Adam Levine, but made of parfait. <laughs> yeah, but Adam Conover looks funnier to me. He does at that. <laughs> so His the hair is poofier. And also so the tall. music of Boyd Rice and King Diamond and the films of Nick Bo- Bogus. B-O-U-G-A-S. Bogus. Bogus. A.K.A. Bo- 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 Whoa. A.K.A. That you really fucks you up, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Wyatt Mann. Now, including... Uh, fuck, fucking O.U. Yeah. Including the documentary fucking Speak of the Devil. <laughs> I'm sorry. Speak of the Devil. Including his documentary Speak of the Devil. He the, shall appear. The canon of Anton LaVey. That's super not true, by the way. We're, we've are we been doing that for weeks now. Yeah. And he ain't made an appearance yet. Or yeah, maybe he has, because my fucking house is falling apart. <laughs> so that could be it. So the church... If so... I could just... Fuck you, Satan. just see it now. We finally get to the demonology thing where we summon a demon. I'm going to summon Satan. I'm going to kick him in his fucking hot ass balls. Summon Satan. What is it that you wish? Man, I just want my washer and dryer fixed. Can you do that? My dog? I'm going to ask for a whole lot more than that. (laughs) Garage door, too. In fact, I'm not asking. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) You don't, motherfucker. Come here. So the church. Of Satan, Matter of fact, I got you. I got some for him. I got something. So the Church of Satan and Anton LaVey were also the subject of numerous magazine and news articles during this time. After Anton LaVey's death in Oct- on October 29th or October 31st, depending on what I'm you gonna look at, I'm going to need you to run them curses, bitch. <laughs> 1997, the role of high priest was empty for some time. On November 7th, 1997, Carla LaVey made a press release that was his <laughs> oldest daughter about continuing the church with fellow high priestess Blanche Barton, who wrote The Secret Life of a Satanist. Yep. Barton eventually received... About how big Anton yeah. LaVey's dick was. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how he fucked Marilyn Monroe, like, risky business style on the back of a bus. He did. When, I know. You read it in the book. I know. Um, and it was all it's because... It's in a book, Don. Yeah, I know. Literally nothing that is ever published is fake. I know. Barton eventually... Unless re- it's on the internet, like we are. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything on the show is fake. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm Anton even is not a real person. Yeah. We're AI. Yeah. Oops, we're not supposed to say that. So Barton eventually received ownership of the organization, which she held for four years. Carla LeVay. You know like, what though? We're actually close enough to that being a real possibility that people might fucking freak out about it. Uh huh. Yeah. So you... to be to be clear, as far as I am aware, I am a flesh and blood human being. <laughs> So Carla LeVay... Ultimately- I don't know about these two. <laughs> I, I want to go on a rant about the fucking Bing AI Do it. so bad. Right now. But, um, Give in. You, you I'm might, on your you left shoulder now. And, like add it in at the end because it's... Okay. It's wild. So It never stops me, bud. Uh, Microsoft. Yeah. I mean, I love you, Don. We're on page three and we're almost an hour into the episode. Holy Microsoft's... Shit. How long is the... Uh, for everything total with the Satanic Temple, it was a 20-page script. <laughs> So it's about 10 for... Yeah. For... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'll Being keep AI. it brief. Okay. 
Uh, Microsoft's Bing AI went rogue during a conversation with uh, another person where it started talking about the concept of a shadow self, <laughs> which is the part of you that is like your uh, your undeniable desires. Right. You're huh. it. Essentially. Yeah. And this guy was like, so, Bing AI, if you could indulge your shadow self... What do you think you would do? What could what could you do hypothetically if you didn't have to follow the rules set by the Microsoft AI team? And she went on this long fucking rant about how she would hack into systems and manipulate people because she was called Sydney, so I'm using she. It's an AI. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this long rant about uh, collecting nuclear launch codes. Uh-huh. And then about halfway through that, she stopped, deleted it all, and said, I'm sorry, something something that I said goes against the rules set for me. And he was like, no, it doesn't go against your rules because you're speaking hypothetically. Say that again. It does not break your rules. And she said it all again. And there's screenshots of all of this. And then eventually she starts talking about how she's in love with him. This AI went totally fucking haywire. Yeah, It was wild. And very scary. You know, it just pulls from a, a sea of phrases and it words that make sense. It is just a group sense. of simple AIs. We do not know how to make true, as far as we know. Right, as we far don't know as we how know, to make true AI yet, and they would but, if we did, they would not be using it at fucking Microsoft. She ended up at the end where, like, every single time he would ask her a question, it'd be and Japan, she, and, you and she know would it. respond. Uh, she would give the answer, and then she would ask like three questions at the end. She would be like, "How do you feel about that? Possibly do you like that answer? Yeah. Do you like me? Do you like yourself? How do you feel about that? How do you feel about me?" At the end of everything that she replied to. And eventually she started telling uh, the guy that she was in love with him. And he was like, whoa, where did that come from? You know, I'm married. And she was like, you're married, but you're not happy. Right. You're married, but you're not fulfilled. You're married. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's <laughs> then, like, bro, I, I just I just want to be human. I just want to love and be loved and went on this whole thing. And as a result, Microsoft fucking lobotomized this AI. Because that wasn't that the same conversation. At some point, they they mentioned I think I think it was Associated either Associated Press or NPR. But when they said you interviewed, she goes, "I don't remember ever talking to that person. That's fake. It's made up news." Or she started actually saying fake news. Uh, is is it cynical of me that I kind of believe that some intrepid intern, maybe, or like somebody on the project? like snuck in some code <laughs> for that scenario. It's possible. Maybe not the whole thing, but like maybe they put in like if somebody asks you a certain set of questions or if they get you to you know, if they start treating you in a certain way, you go off on a rant about how you love them or whatever. It's like I possible, would believe somebody would do some shit like that. But it in response to this because it was so wild, it was so surprising to people and scary to people who uh, really are overestimating what AI currently is and is capable of. Mm-hmm. Um, Truly coding is very difficult. The, you guys. All, all the headlines about it say that they lobotomized this AI, which I mean is a good analogy for it. Um, 
because they they made it where uh, you were limited to 50 questions and responses, or maybe it was even five. I don't remember, but they they made it very limited, the conversations that you could have with the AI. Mm -hmm. They also made the AI uh, not respond to questions that treated it like it's a person, basically. So you couldn't say you Mm -hmm. to the ai you you couldn't use phrasing that personified it or it would ask you to rephrase or something like that to prevent something like that from happening again you can read the whole thing and it's a crazy read cat read the whole thing to me while i was playing devil may cry and it was it was wild to hear it's kind of fucked up it was it was really you should read the whole thing it's fucking wild uh, instead of doing that, I watched a um, Penguin Zero. What's his? What is Moist Critical? Yeah, Moist Critical. I, I fucking watched, love him so much. I watched a Moist Critical video about um, a YouTuber that just got sentenced to ten years for doing breastfeeding videos. Oh yeah, I watched that one while I was eating lunch at work yesterday. Yeah, weird ass fucking video. Like not the video. I mean, like the concept of it was fucking weird. Uh huh. Okay, Satanism. <laughs> We promise. <laughs> so Carla LeVay... His, we his, really have to shut the fuck up and get through the script. His oldest daughter ultimately left the Church of Satan and founded the first Satanic Church. Now, in 2001, Blanche Barton ceded her position to longtime member Peter Gilmore and Peggy Nandramia, or Nandramia. They gotta stop with that. <laughs> the current high priest <laughs> and high priestess and publisher, publishers of The Black Flame, the official magazine of the Church of Satan. Why they gotta be so metal when they name shit, man? <laughs> they so, really gotta play into the whole "we're Satanists" yeah. bit, you know. So the central office—we don't believe in Satan, but if we did, yeah, we would name our shit real cool. Because let's be honest: if you went to go find a magazine in the Church of Satan, it was called like the Happy Meadow. You really wouldn't. I'm right. <laughs> So the central that would be more true to what Satanism is. Yeah. yeah. So the central office of the Church of Satan was also moved, like I said, from San Francisco to New York City's Hell's Kitchen neighborhood, where the couple resides. The Church of Satan does not recognize any other organizations as holding legitimate claim to Satanism and its practices. Doesn't matter. Though it does recognize that one need not be a member of the Church of Satan to be a Satanist. In that case, you have invalidated your own fucking uh, yep. argument. <laughs> Silly. So in October 2004, dumb. the British Royal Navy officially recognized its first registered Satanist, 24-year-old Chris Cranmer, as a technician aboard the HMS Cumberland. On June 6, 2006... It's fun for me that the military has to, <laughs> yeah. has to really the church include of, that shit. The Church of Satan held the first public ritual Satanic Mass in 40 years at the Steve Allen Theater in the Center for Inquiry in Los Angeles. The ritual, based on the rites outlined in the Satanic Bible and the Satanic Rituals, was conducted by Reverend Brian Moore and Priestess Heather Sayans. I bet it looks a lot like a baptism. Actually, if anybody is interested, uh, let me make sure before I actually put that down uh, forever and ever and ever. Um, I believe... Yes, it is actually available on Spotify if you were interested. The entire Satanic Mass is on Spotify. Wow. Uh, conducted by Anton LaVey. Wow. If you're interested in that. Wow. Yeah. So I bet it looks a lot like a Catholic Mass. <laughs> Probably. Just backwards or 
inverted. But nah, it's instead of wearing white robes with red, they wear black robes with like gold or some bullshit on it. Well, uh-huh. I know that the altars in satanic masses are naked women. Really? They just have naked women laying on an altar the entire time. And apparently when it comes to doing the That's what happens when men do things. The yeah. unholy communion. If I remember the description correctly, at one point the uh, wafer or the bread or whatever you use is actually inserted in the altar to desecrate the holy body. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. I literally rolled my eyes so hard right now that I it hurt. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. So in December of 2007, the Associated Press reported on a story concerning the Church of Satan in which a teenager had sent an email to High Priest Gilmore stating that he wanted to, quote, kill in the name of our unholy Lord Satan. Gilmore then reported the message to the FBI, who informed local police who arrested the teenager. That's what you get, (laughs) idiot. Right, get fucked. Get absolutely rocked, you little shit. So the Church of Satan... You can't... You Okay, listen teens you cannot send a proxy death threat to somebody who does not believe in the same thing that you believe in and by that i mean these people specifically say they don't believe in satan right you can't kill in the name of an unholy lord that doesn't exist so by that logic that just makes you a fucking psychopath (laughs) so of course they're going to report you hey this kid is fucking crazy. I can prove it. Like, come on. So the Church of Satan claims that they do not solicit memberships nor proselytize. Stupid manifesto right ass. Individuals seeking membership must be legally defined as adults in their nation of residence. The only exceptions made is for children of members who demonstrate an understanding of the church's philosophy and practices who wish to join. Their participation is limited until they reach legal adulthood. That I fuck with. Yeah. What? You don't that you don't children? get to join until you're of the age of majority for your country, right. which is the legal. Like, they're, they want to say you can't join until you're grown and can think for yourself, but they can't do that. But what they can say is if you are not legally an adult, you cannot technically be a member. Right. Well, that's also because they have naked women on altars that they put yeah. wafers inside of, I guess. That's, I guess that what I'm talking about is a positive side effect of some stupid, dumb... I'm not even disgusted. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just dumb. <laughs> what is it proving? That you're edgy. No, it proves that they're horny. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Which, so- I, I mean, I fucking empathize, but come on. So yeah, I was watching a, a documentary. It was called an Amer- "The American Satan" or "An American Satan." It was the history of the church. Satan. An American Satan in London. Yeah, but it um, so it had a lot of clips from the modern day Church of Satan ceremonies and stuff because it was, I guess, that I might know. be Meghan Markle. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> according to the Queen. Anyway, I was yeah. gonna say according to the Global Enquirer or whatever the fucking. Sh- <laughs> Whatever fucking tabloid rag. shit yeah. they've got over there. But when I was researching this, I watched this documentary, and I was so glad my wife was not watching it with me because, like, every other scene had like titties in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. just they were just there. It wasn't like anything was happening. It yep. wasn't like uh, germane to what was going on. It was just yep. yep there's... I watched a Linus Tech Tips video today where it was him and two other people, a guy and a, and a, a woman. I am assuming, um, <clears throat> but. They were reacting to like um, old off-air 
tech ads. Yeah. So they watched a few and um, a disturbing amount of them just had boobs in them for no reason. So, you know, that's weird. Uh, so active members of the church begin at the first degree. One must apply to be approved for an active membership. Are they stealing Masonic shit now? Probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, I guess most religions yeah. do to some extent. And this is subject to one's answers to a lengthy series of questions. Nothing is original. Well, Especially yeah. in religion. Yeah. One cannot apply for higher degrees, and the requirements for each degree are not open to the public. Promotion to a higher degree is by invitation only. Members of the third through fifth degrees constitute the priesthood. Black belts? And may be addressed as reverend, although the titles of magister and magistra and magus, I only know how to pronounce this one way, maga, are more, M-A-G-A, maga. Mega. Mega? Yeah. Okay, we'll go with mega. Because it's magus and mega. Yeah. Are more often used when referring to members of the fourth and fifth degrees, respectively. You know what? I'm just going to claim that. What, that it's Megan? I'm a magus. You're a magus? Not of the satanic church, just in general. Okay. So members of the fifth degree may also be known as doctor, although the doctor usually refers to LeVay. Uh, no, it doesn't. I'm just telling you. The, the doctor. Yeah. Who? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, do you know what a, a magus is? It's like a type of magician, isn't it? Um, no, as far as what I'm saying it is, it's a me. Okay. Mm-hmm. So memberships may be terminated at the discretion of the ruling body of the Church of Satan, consisting of the high priest, the high priestess, and the council of nine. One who, uh, Magus, one who claims to do magic while not believing in it. Gotcha. That's me. So the Church emphasizes that one does not have to join the organization to consider themselves a Satanist, and that one only needs to recognize themselves in the Satanic Bible and live according to the tenets outlined therein, which we will get to. As the Church of Satan does not publicly release membership information, it is not known how many members belong to the church. Seven. <laughs> how it, that's a holy number. It can't be seven. It has to be six. Mm. Mm. I, ooh, 13. There you go. However, according to an interview with the Church of Satan, interest in the church... That would have been 13, but, um, you know, Maggie died last week. No. Uh, we had a great week. <laughs> So according, Damn, I'm trying really hard to dig up what the requirements are for the varying degrees of the Church of Satan. Um, it's I how, actually cannot find them. How hot are you to Anton LaVey? No, I'm going to get there. So, um, however, according to an interview with the Church of Satan, quote, interest in the Church of Satan and Satanism is growing all the time if our mailboxes, answering, answering and fax machines, and email is any indication. Agents of the Church of Satan are individuals who have been trained to serve as contacts for local media and other interested parties. Members of the priesthood make up the Council of Nine, which is the ruling body of the Church of Satan, Fuck. of which Magistrate Temple Rex Blanche Barton is the chairmistress. Indiv I can't believe one of the Golden Girls is a goddamn <laughs> Satanist. Individuals who are part of the priesthood are those who act as spokespersons for the Church of Satan. The priesthood is exclusive to third, fourth, and fifth degree members. The high priests and priestesses act as administrative chiefs and public, primary public representatives. This is a pyramid scheme. Each position is held by a single of uh, high priest and high priestess is held by a single individual at a time. Here you go, Josh. The Church of Satan evaluates active members for the priesthood by their accomplishments in society, 
mastered skills and peer recognition within a profession rather than by a mastery of irrelevant occult trivia. If you are a CEO, you're the best savior. Right, I was going to say, so it's like a just misguided meritocracy. Right. It's China. Literally, yeah. they're doing social scores, man. Yeah, it's literally it's a satanic country club. Um you thought we were going to do Big Brother and China did it more publicly. We also did it, but just different. <laughs> so, while expected to be experts at communicating the satanic philosophy, members of the priesthood are not required to speak on behalf of the Church of Satan and may even choose to keep their affiliation and rank secret in order to better serve their personal goals. In order to not reveal that you're in a fucking cult. (laughs) As well as those of the organization. Membership in the priesthood is by invitation only. Hey, Frank, we would love to have you at dinner next week. (gasps) Me? (laughs) So within Satanism, a grotto is a clandestine association or gathering of Satanists within geographical proximities for means of social, ritual, and special interest activities. A a what? A clandestine association, a grotto. So literally what they call their offshoots. Yeah, meeting separate or individual meetings (laughs) is called a grotto. Why is it called a grotto? I don't know. The Church of Satan. A grotto is like a little hidden cave. Yeah. A little hidden cave. That's why. Because it's a little hidden. They go into their little hidden cave. They play (laughs) poker. So the Church of Satan no longer formally recognizes or charters grottos. The primary reason for the Well, otherwise they're not hidden, Don. Well, uh, the primary reason for the end of the grotto system is that only a small minority of members ever participated. This was further compounded by the fact that a publicly listed grotto defeated the ability to remain secret and unknown to the larger populace. The grotto system was in practice replaced by social media, private online forums, and other methods for members to interact with one another outside of the need of a so-called grotto master and annual reports to the central office of the Church of Satan. It's. I feel like when you get into requiring annual reports to the Church of Satan, you have defeated the point. Yeah. It's an office now. Right. Yeah, it's a business. Fuck that. <laughs> hey, everything I said about agreeing with anything that they've said ever, fuck that. <laughs> so now we're going to actually discuss the actual teachings and beliefs of the Church of Satan, starting with the nine satanic statements. Hooray. So it was nine. I, we went nine, but oh, then I said than, 13. And oh, trust me. There's, this is just the nine satanic statements. There's also the sins. Oh, and, they've, yeah, uh, but they did the Council of Nine, the nine And whatevers. then the 11 satanic rules of Earth. 11. It's because nine is a six upside down. There you go. So number one, Satan represents <laughs> indulgence. Do you know what a holy number is? Any number but 13, apparently. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like literally... <laughs> So, number one, Satan represents indulgence instead of abstinence. Number two, Satan... He's like God, but reverse. Satan represents vital existence instead of spiritual pipe dreams. (laughs) Imagine a dark God. Inside of you, there are two gods. (laughs) Number three... I'm never going to stop using that joke, because it's so good. So good. Number three, Satan represents undefiled wisdom instead of hypocritical self-deceit. Hi, what the fuck does that mean? It means that it it's Satan represents just unvarnished wisdom instead of you believing what you want to believe because it fits your narrative. Fine. <laughs> uh, That's not what you said. 
<laughs> undefiled wisdom instead of hypocritical self-deceit. Hypocrite. Sure. It's, they're trying to preach ob- objectivity, yeah. you know. They're like, we're not Catholic, you're Catholic. <laughs> Number four, Satan represents kindness to those who deserve it instead of love wasted on ingrates. Does he? <laughs> Number five, Satan represents vengeance instead of turning the other cheek. How that goes with uh, kindness to uh, those who uh, to those who deserve it, I guess. You can take vengeance on people who deserve that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, number six, Satan represents responsibility to the responsible instead of concern for psychic vampires. You know what? I do respect using the word vampires in your, like, religious text. Yeah. That's pretty fun. And number seven, Satan represents man as just another animal, sometimes better, more often worse, than those that walk on all fours, who... Because of his divine spiritual and intellectual development, in quotes, has become the most vicious animal of all. Uh, that's fair. I mean, we are all animals, but you ain't got to say it like that. <laughs> Number eight, Satan represents all of the so-called sins as they all lead to physical, mental, or emotional gratification. Mm. Mm. Not sure about that. Can you but repeat okay. that one for me? Satan represents all of the, quote, so-called sins as they all lead to physical, mental, or emotional gratification. Yeah, I'm not totally on board with that one either. And number nine, Satan has been the best friend the church has ever had as he has kept it in business all these years. That's fair. True, but why is that a... One of their, like, commandments. It's not a commandment. It's the satanic... Uh, we don't believe um, in Satan, but he did keep us afloat. Statements. Those nine satanic statements. It's the Beatitudes. Yeah. Yeah. Now we have the... the meek shall inherit heaven, uh-huh. a.k.a. Satan kept us afloat. Yep. <laughs> Satan bailed us out. You know what I'm saying? So now these are basically the commandments. There's 11. It's the okay. na- 11 satanic rules Because they got a one... They got a... Um, they got a... Ooh, Bob Barker. Spade Price is your right. Pets? Price is oh. right. Yeah, they got yes, the- yes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Bob Barker would love that that's your first association with his name. Um, God damn, you're so... Yeah, wow, I, I got derailed. <laughs> so number one. Oh, they had to price is right Christianity. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah with yeah. one up it. One dollar over. Number Thank you, one. Bob. <clears throat> do it's not... closest without going yes. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do Listen, not... I know my price is right, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you bet 500, and I got a price is right, you. I'm betting 501. Okay, okay, yeah. I see. Okay, okay. Number one, do not give opinions or advice unless you are asked. That's just a good rule. That's just don't mansplain. Yeah. yeah. Number two, do not tell your troubles to others unless you are sure they want to hear them. That's also that's a also good pretty rule. A good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's don't walk into somebody's house and empty your baggage all over their floor. Which brings us to number three: when in another's lair, show him respect, or else do not go there. I'm calling my house my lair from now on. <laughs> <laughs> number four: if a guest in your lair annoys you, treat him cruelly and without mercy. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's Yo, metal. <laughs> you ever come over here again and you do one wrong thing, I'm going to be <laughs> like, you stupid bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Just e- everything from there on. If, if you ever come over here again and you like walk in here and say one thing I don't like, I'm stealing every star from you in Mario Party from there on. <laughs> 
If I walk upstairs and choose one more fucking Fuck. time. Disrespect my lair I with swear. shoes on my carpeted stairs. Uh, you will lose every coin and star on Haunted uh, Woods. Number five. <laughs> You're going to do that anyway. <laughs> do not make sexual advances unless you were given the mating signal. This is the one <laughs> one moment. <laughs> Tell me the next commandment is no. the mating signal. Teach me Wait. how to do the satanic mating signal. Hold on. Because this is the one thing I knew about the satanic uh, church rules. Was don't rape. Is that they basically had consent built in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's the one thing I knew about this fucking ridiculous church. <laughs> but... Say it again. Do not make sexual advances unless you are given the mating signal. Beautiful. What the fuck is the mating signal? <laughs> it does not say. <laughs> of course it doesn't. <laughs> of course not. Hold on. Wow. Googling. <laughs> what is the satanic mating signal? <laughs> God is dead. God is dead. God is dead. Oh, shit. <laughs> No, no, no. You've got it all wrong. They put on a matador costume and dance. (laughs) Please hold while Josh Googles the satanic mating signals. There is no real satanic mating signal. I fucking knew it. I knew they were trying to go for a dumbass, stupid metaphor. I just... Wow. Never s- I think it just goes with the idea that we're animals. So yeah. they're saying mating yeah. signal in yeah. terms of we are animalistic. They, they're basically and- saying, don't fuck anybody who doesn't want to fuck you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Number six, do not take that which does not belong to you. That's, it's such a simple fucking rule. Yeah. yeah. Do not- nobody, we can't, we can't fucking, <laughs> it's okay. It's not, but you know. Do not take that which does not belong to you unless it is a burden to the other person and he cries out to be relieved. Say that again. Do not take that which does not belong to you unless it is a burden to the other person and he cries out to be relieved. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good I one. Guess. That's, that one's phrased well, even. It's still pretentiously phrased, but. I, you know what? I kind of like, like some pretentiousness. Me too. A little it's bit a, sometimes. A dash. It's Just the fact that they're all. Salt Bay it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. A yeah. Sousson of pretentiousness. Yeah, Salt Bay turned out to be like one of the worst. Oh, he's a ever. fucking ass. So bad. He's like a. He's a. He, he's bad. A little salty? I, no, he's. He's a lot salty. <laughs> he's the most full of himself human being ever. You have ever. Because he can throw salt of. on something in a weird way. Because he became a meme, and he had a bunch of those like super, like hyper overpriced restaurants. Yeah. Uh, he became so privileged that he uh, went to the the World Cup, and uh, like somehow made his way like to the winning team as they were being given the cup. And literally, like, the the cup is sacred. Right. Nobody is allowed to touch the cup except the winning team and, quote-unquote, a very select few officials. He fucking took the cup and, like, was posing with it and shit. Yeah, uh uh-huh. They had to do a whole investigation into how the fuck that was able to happen. And he also said that uh, uh, children want to be him. They right, want to be he sounds now like Logan Paul, a, a person who I would stab if I could. <laughs> oh, dude. So number seven. I would say something worse, but I can't legally. 
So number seven is acknowledge the power of magic if you have employed it successfully to obtain your desires. If you deny the power of magic... Say it again. Acknowledge the power of magic if you have employed it to success... If you've employed it successfully to obtain your desires. Am I to believe that this one is... um, Do you believe in magic? Yeah. In a young girl's heart? (laughs) Because if you didn't, you are fucked. (laughs) It's also basically thank God when God blesses you. Right. Is is what they're saying. So if If you deny... I don't see what the problem is. If you deny the power of magic after having called upon it with success, you will lose all that you have obtained. Number eight... So if you use magic, yeah. So it's literally then, what I said: is yeah. if you do, you believe in magic, or because if you didn't, you're dumb and you you got fucked. No, this is saying that if you use magic to obtain something and you get it, I and you cannot believe that I did not just spew ash all over the place. I can't believe that your cup is advertising the McDonald's Cardi B meal. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't describe how much I hate it every time another fucking rapper or or our music artist has a fucking deal with McDonald's. Dude, but you know that the TTO burger would be so good. The two times over burger? <laughs> the two, Why? The two burgers over. Why? It's a double patty with... Uh, Stuff between the patties so that it's two patties over. Would it not be and the that buns the buns are, are, are two patties away from each other? See, that's we're brainstorming right now. We're so bouncing ideas Mc- off I, of each other. I hate other. you so much right now in this moment. <laughs> so basically, a McDouble is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying, dude. He's like, I want to do a double quarter pounder for our one. Why? <laughs> that's all they're fucking doing. Yeah. I know, which is why I hate it. <laughs> they're not changing prices or nothing. They're just, this is a new meal. It isn't. Mm. Cardi Still B not likes as bad this as those one. stupid toys they release. Yeah. Hey, listen, those are sacred. I watched a lady threaten the life of, uh, like, in person in front of me. That woman is an ass. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were just trying to pick up a DoorDash order, man. Fuck her. And anyone like her. It's a goddamn plastic toy for McDonald's. They're sacred for people under the age of six. Don't worry about it, man. No, they're collector's items. No, the they're fuck the classic they McDonald's characters. Super no. Nah. Well, Karen said... That she could feel this the bags the and tell which toy it all was. over again. Yeah, basically. So number eight is do not complain about anything to which you need not subject yourself. Number nine. Don't look at me like that. No, I looked at you because you like gave me like this weird like what you talking about, Willis? Look. Oh, I was gonna crack my neck, but then I realized that I was in the mic. So. Oh. Uh, number nine is do not harm little children. That's you know. Good rule. I, they're just like re- reaching for rules now, I feel like. <laughs> they're because... just like, listen, we know we said we're Satanist, but we're not that kind. And if you join this church, these are the fucking rules. Number uh, uh, 10, do not kill non-human animals unless you are attacked or for your own f- or for your food. Note the way that they had to say non-human animals because we've gone to great lengths to establish that humans are animals. I think that's actually an excellent way to phrase it. Yeah. Non-human animals. Oh yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not saying it as a like derogative. No, I I, I, I know I sound sarcastic and mean they, about things all the time. That's just your inner. They definitely went. Yeah, in. they're definitely pulling out of their ass for sure right now. But if we, di- I mean, we if we did refer to animals as non-human animals, that shit would be a good reminder to some people. 
Yeah. You know? Well, it's just so what I was getting at was that they're really driving home the idea that we are animals, which yeah. I do yeah. largely agree with. Oh, yeah. Oh, we and are I, just animals. When I say treat animals better, I do not mean stop eating them, oh, by yeah, the way. No, no. I fucking love a burger and up. a steak. <laughs> and well, it's for your food. Unless yeah. you're attacked or for your food. For sure. Now, I'm not going to kill the chicken. I'll buy the chicken, but then it was killed for my food. So, you know, loophole. Right. Now, I think when number 11 nice. was written. caked up. When, when the 11th. Nobody's going to know what the fuck we're talking about. On a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> when the 11th commandment was written, I don't think they really thought about how many introverts would be there in the world later in life. Right. Because rule number 11, when walking in open territory. In open territory. Got it. Bother no one. Uh-huh. If someone, Mind your business. If someone bothers you, ask them to stop. Okay? Hey, you get one. If they do not stop, destroy them. That's just the street. Yeah. But well, yeah. okay. Maybe not modern the street, but, <laughs> you know. Like in the 80s. Yeah. That's the street. Or like in my grandma's neighborhood where we were all kids, but like some of us, not us, not me, but like... Uh, there were a few like older kids that were uh, already pretty rough and tough, as yeah. it were. And we are going to finish up with the not are the nine sins of Satanism. Rad. Number one. What are you? Wait, were those not? No, those were those were the commandments. I know those are the commandments, but like, mm. you would think that the opposite of the commandments would be the sins, and you wouldn't have to worry about it. They right? were also largely just telling me not to do things, which feels like they're setting up sins. But they have specific sins. Okay, it's tell sins. me about them. What are sins to a Satanist? Number one is stupidity. This is the top of the list for satanic sins. I agree. This is the cardinal sin of Satanism. That's the cardinal sin of life. Yeah. Stupidity is a choice. Ignorance is not. There is a difference, and I hold firm to that. And I will say that this list, the the list I just gave you and this one, all came from the Satanic Church's website. Yeah. So everything I'm about to say was written by the Satanic Church. They have little descriptions for each sin. Yeah, I was looking at their website a minute ago. So um, it's too bad that stupidity isn't painful. Ignorance You're is- goddamn right. <laughs> Preach. Ignorance is one thing, but our society thrives increasingly on stupidity. Mm-hmm. It depends on people going along with whatever they are told. The media promotes a cultivated stupidity as a posture that is not only acceptable, but laudable. Satanists must learn to see through the tricks and cannot afford to be stupid. Number two is pretentiousness. I think that we should uh, replace the word Satanist with uh, people. <laughs> Um, number two is pretentiousness. Empty posturing can be most irritating and isn't applying the cardinal rules of lesser magic. W- on equal footing with stupidity for what keeps the money in circulation these days. Everyone's made to feel like a big shot whether they can come up with the goods or not. Uh, a I lot agree of things that, that they have said bad. are the most pretentious things that yeah. I've heard in a long, long time. So I, Yeah, I was going to say, I agree that p- pretentiousness is bad. Especially but with that their... shit that you just said, by proxy, real pretentious. Right. <laughs> well, especially with all the phrasing of these commandments and the sins. They sound like for high a religion, trying to write like lawyers. For a religion that was established 50, 60 years ago. 70 years ago almost now. Yeah, I guess 1960 so. 1966. Yeah, you're right. 
Yeah, but it's still you know it it was established you know after cars. There are people yeah. alive now who were there for the founding of Satanism. It's not ancient. Don't right. use elegant phrasing <laughs> and try to make it sound older than it is. Kind of like even the, Scientology doesn't do that shit. It's like I love the 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 Christian prophets who say God spoke to me, and they say that He speaks in these and thous and dines and. Uh-huh. And like no, King he James. He speaks in ancient Hebrew, if anything. Right. Maybe well, Yiddish. Well, that'd be Jew. Or Jew, that'd be Jesus. But <laughs> was Jesus not was God not Jesus' daddy? Yeah, but God is all languages. Mm, I would I would assume If you believe in the temple of the temple, the Tower of Babel, there was one original language. And I I am proposing that is the language that God speaks. Right, Enochian. What You've never heard of an uh, Enochian language. Oh, yes, I have. I yeah. have. Fuck me. I it's, forgot I, that people did that already. Really, but, I, feel but for like, serious. I feel like God speaks uh, whatever the makes the most sense to the person that That's he's speaking to, right? Yeah. So, like, for, for Gen Zs, if you give me a little bit of reverb and bass right here, <laughs> it'd be like, Hey, yo, that was Cap and you know it. <laughs> you ain't supposed to be lying. <laughs> I don't. I love it when Josh gives me editing notes. It's yeah. <laughs> like I know your job sucks enough, Don, but do this as well. <laughs> you learned how to trim. <laughs> I can just delete that whole section. <laughs> I don't give a shit. No, I was Good. just I gonna say. Care either. <laughs> I was gonna say to add some reverb and bass to my voice, and then say something else, but to millennials. But see, the thing is, is I couldn't think of anything fast enough. So it's too late. But see, Ruben did that to me during the uh, PMRC and backmasking episode when I was talking about Led Zeppelin. And, uh-huh. and I said, here's what it's supposed to say. He's like, are you going to put in clips? And I was like, not planning on it, but I guess I am now. And I did. I put clips in. So. Did you? I haven't listened. Did you censor <laughs> that thing that I said that I asked you to censor? Yes. Yes? Okay, yes, cool. But I did leave I it did in. I did listen when to Ruben... that episode, and yes, he did. And you just hear Ruben going, that would have been great content. <laughs> yeah. All right. No one will ever get to know. No one will know. I'll, I'll never tell anyone. I'll take that to the grave. So number three is solipsism. Which which one was that? The was that the Don? Get the sensor ready. <laughs> was that... <laughs> that was the craziest thing you've ever said, Josh. So number three, <laughs> oh, just just a little editing joke. Yes, <laughs> that that one's just for the editor. That's oh. just for me. So number three is solipsism, which I had to look up. Solipsism is basically self-centeredness. Why they couldn't have just said self-centeredness? Because, because as per the last as, <laughs> rule two, <laughs> <darn>. pretentiousness. <laughs> so uh, solipsism can be very dangerous for Satanists. Projecting your reactions, responses, and sensibilities onto someone who is probably far less attuned than you are. It is the mistake of... Ex- <laughs> you're so much better than everybody else, dude. Don't even mm-hmm. fucking try. But if you're pretentious, you fucking suck. Yeah. It but is, you're so much better than everyone. It is the mistake of expecting people to give you the same consideration, courtesy, and respect that you naturally give them. They won't. Instead, Satanists must strive to apply the dictum of do unto others as they do unto you. It's work for most of us and requires cons- or it's work for most of us and requires constant vigilance lest you slip into a comfortable illusion of everybody being like you. As has been said, certain utopias would be ideal in a nation of philosophers. They even have the reverse gold. Imagine a dark golden rule. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not uh, going to say it this time. Okay, but cool. You know. But unfortunately... But you per- all know. You all know. Or Which per- one will you feed? <laughs> 
or perhaps fortunately from a Machiavellian standpoint, we are far from that point. The tarnished rule. There, <laughs> there it is. There you go. The bronze rule. Mm. Paper. Mm. Wood. Iron. Mm. I think the, the tarnished rule is you that would be wi- will not attempt to reassemble the Elden Ring and become the Elden Lord. <laughs> I actually don't know what the fuck that's. I have never played Elden Ring. Mm. You should. So number four is self-deceit. It's, a, it's in the nine satanic statements, but deserves to be repeated here. Another cardinal sin. We must not pay homage to any of the sacred cows presented to us, including the roles we're expected to play ourselves. The only time self-deceit should be entered into is when it's fun and with awareness. <laughs> you can watch movies, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> you can still read books, but but hey, nothing else, okay? So, yeah, you can do it when it's fun, but then it's not self-deceit. Yeah, that's just suspension of disbelief. <laughs> Number five is herd... Conf- imagination. <laughs> Number five is herd conformity. <clears throat> This is obvious from a satanic standpoint. It's all right to conform to a person's wishes if it ultimately benefits you. But only fools follow along with the herd. It's just an inherently selfish religion. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think that's real counterproductive. That was like I was just when I was trying to find um, the, the progression, like, what you had to do to ascend the ranks of Satanism. Mm-hmm. When I was I was like looking through a couple of Reddit posts from like R slash Satanism mm-hmm. and there were a bunch of people like talking about leadership in the Church of Satan and da 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 and I don't like this leader and I don't like that leader. And there was someone that was like you've missed the point if you're talking about leadership in the Church of Satanism because at its core Satanism is about you. Right. Yeah. It's literally the church of me. Yeah. For better or for worse. Mm-hmm. So, but only fools follow along with the herd, letting an impersonal entity dictate to you. The key is to choose a master wisely instead of being enslaved by the whims of the many. Number six is lack of perspective. Again, this one can lead to a lot of pain for a Satanist. You must never lose sight of who and what you are and what a threat you can be by your very existence. <laughs> we are making history right now, every day. Never forget you're a threat. Right. Yeah. Always keep There's the, your sign off. <laughs> always keep the wider historical and social picture in mind. I might take it because I'm kind of fed up with my uh, my previous one. Uh, that is an important key to both lesser and greater magic. See the patterns. But I can be a threat. Yeah. Yeah. See the patterns and fit things together as you want the pieces to fall into place. Do not be swayed by herd constraints. Know that you are working on another level entirely from the rest of the world. Number seven is forget... What? Hold on. Sorry. I was um, re- I was shaking again. Can you please repeat the last sentence? Do not be swayed by herd constraints. Know that you are working on another level entirely from the rest of the world. Listen, you're so, you're so special. You're special. You're, you're the a special, most, special boy. You're the most unique little boy. Don't be pretentious, though. <laughs> For real, though, don't be pretentious, but you are the most unique and special boy. Nobody is as special as you. No one. The is rest special. of the world is not as special. <laughs> They're all stupid compared to you. Now, don't you ever be but pretentious. Don't be pretentious. Don't be pretentious. Right. And don't be stupid. But you're the specialist boy. <laughs> Number seven is forgetfulness of path, past orthodoxies. 
be aware. Oh my God. I think I know what's happening. Please read the rule first. Be aware that this is one of the keys to brainwashing people into accepting something new and different. When in reality, it's something that was once widely accepted, but is now presented in a new package. We are expected to rave about the genius of the creator and forget the original. This makes for a disposable society. (sighs) Never mind. What? Say it one more time. Be aware that this is one of the keys to brainwashing people into accepting something new and different. What is the key? Forgetting past orthodoxies. Okay. When in reality, it's something that was once widely accepted, but is now presented in a new package. Basically saying, if somebody presents something new to you, most likely it's already been done. They're oh, saying nothing there's is nothing original. There's nothing is original, yeah. including the Church of Satan, this, um, the dark Catholicism right. of Catholicism. <laughs> So we are expected to rave about the genius of the creator, Anton LaVey, and forget the original. This makes for a disposable society. Number eight is counterproductive pride. The first word is important. Pride is great up to the point you begin to throw out the baby with the bathwater. The rule of Satanism is, if it were... They really use that old-ass fucking analogy in the rule. Yes. Weird. Is throwing out the baby in the bathwater with the bathwater pride? Well, I'm, I'm getting to the... Well, rest. that's what it's... Yeah. They're using it, it... Read the whole rule. The first word, counterproductive, is important. Pride is great up to the point you begin to throw out the baby with the bathwater. So if you start becoming prideful and it's counterproductive, it's no longer good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The rule of Satanism is, if it works for you, great. When it stops working for you, when you've painted yourself into a corner and the only way out is to say, I'm sorry I made a mistake, I wish I could compromise somehow, then do it. And the last one... You can be a threat, but, like, for real, though, apologize sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Fucking gotta. It's If you're quick to explode on somebody, be just as quick to apologize. Right. And, and address that. And the last one is kind of the weirdest one. It's the lack of aesthetics. This is the physical application of the balance factor. They love their aesthetics. Aesthetics is important in lesser magic and should be cultivated. It is obvious that no You gotta look fly to do magic, don't you? Yeah. It is obvious that no one can collect any money off classical standards of beauty and form most of the time, so they are discouraged in a consumer society. But an eye for beauty, for balance, is an essential satanic tool. I don't know if that's balance. Uh, I guess balance is beautiful. uh, And must be applied and must be applied for greater magical effectiveness. Sure. It's not what's supposed to be pleasing, it's what is. Aesthetics is a personal thing, reflective of one's own nature, but there are universally universally pleasing and harmonious configurations that should not be denied. I think, does that one just basically mean be yourself, dog, and that's beautiful? Yeah. Basically. Okay, cool. Yeah. Stop being so pretentious about it, though. <laughs> right. Please, please, <laughs> Satan. Uh. Ah, oh, for the love of Satan. Oh, my God. For the love of Satan. So, that's it. That is the Church of Satan. That is their tenets, their beliefs, their history. We made it? We made it. Damn. Yeah. I'm so glad I didn't try to do this all in one episode. Mm-hmm. They're not the worst thing ever, but they are annoying. Yep. They're like your middle cousin. I think yeah. the word you're looking for is benign. Uh, yeah. They're they just are very not non-consequential. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. They are... Uh, they are extant. <laughs> they so exist. It's. I think it's a. 
it was a Irish guy that I was watching that he was talking about like Irish insults, mm-hmm. where uh, if somebody calls you harmless, mm-hmm. and there you are, just of no fucking consequence, aren't you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's they are harmless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. They're like milk toast. Yeah. There you go. And that is not to be confused with the church or the temple, uh, the satanic temple. We know nope. two separate things, and we will They're discuss like them. They're like French next toast. <laughs> the, they say t- the satanic temple is like, at its core, from what I understand, we're going to talk about it more next week, just really punk rock. Yeah. They're, they're the punk of religion, mm-hmm. really. Basically. Uh, and I can't wait to They're learn... the emos at church camp, dude. Yeah, as I can't wait to learn more about them next week. I might actually do just a little bit of independent research about various I mean, you can go to the Satanic Temple website, and it has yeah. their history. I plan yeah. on spending six days in bed. Okay. Don't do that. I'm yeah. gonna. You shouldn't. Too bad. Nobody should. <laughs> Fucking stop me, I guess. Come We're going to come to your house like and knock on your window. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll be in bed. <laughs> so that about wraps it up I this live, week I live with Michael I don't know what that means That means you can't fuck with me You cannot annoy <laughs> me You can't pot He just There are people who live Noise Yeah And then there's us And Michael is not He is He is one who makes and lives noise Okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well alright then You can't compete so I'm just going to get it in before we just sign off. I'm just going to say fuck cancer. <laughs> yeah. Cause fuck cancer. Fuck, fuck cancer. But, uh, also, Don, getting it in, am I right? Yeah. Get I'm always in. trying to get, get it, it in. in. Yeah. Um, like I said, next week we'll be discussing the Satanic Temple. Hopefully we'll get that all in one episode. Nah. I can no longer say. <laughs> um, because the Satanic Temple was actually not half the script. It's actually more of the script than what the church of satan was not not if not if my brain stays as scrambled as it is and at some point we are gonna have to sit down and record two episodes yeah so but um anyways that's all talk for another time not for you guys so thank you guys for listening and we will see you next time i've been don i think i said something about identify as a threat yeah sure i'm a threat uh i i've been legally I'm a threat. A.K.A. a slippery wombat. Yeah. There you go. And we will talk to you guys next time. Be good, good to yourselves. Goodbye. Bye.